wake up and get out of bed Don't delay your sleepy head Grab a seat on the couch Listen to what we're talking about In a Saturday morning pajamas Hello and welcome. Get yourself a soda, maybe a tub of popcorn, some sweet tarts perhaps, as Saturday Morning Pajamas presents At The Matinee. I'm your host, Jax, and today I am joined by AJ, and we are going to discuss the latest in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to come to theaters, Captain America Civil War. I know, we saw this like opening night plus 10 days, so we're a little bit behind, but no, no. Hey, hey, to be fair, we have lives. Don't get me wrong, I love the movies, I wanted to see it opening night, but we didn't really have the money to all of a sudden, you know, say... Hey, three weeks in advance, let's order our tickets. And when we did decide, well, maybe we can squeeze something out. Shitty seat, shitty sheet. We have the luxury of having a luxury theater near us that doesn't charge that much more than your typical theater. It's like 10 something a ticket for an evening movie. And you get to pick your seat. And with that comes the fact that if you're not quick, you're in the very front row or you're in the very back. Or you're right in front of people smoking weed because you saw Daredevil opening weekend. <coughs> Not us, totally. No. Deadpool. What did I say? Daredevil. Eh. Yeah. yeah they weren't. They weren't even a theater when Daredevil came out, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So Deadpool. You know anyway. that little-known flick. I don't think maybe you saw it, but you know. You yeah. Check it out. You know, had Ryan Reynolds in it. It's just. It was not. It was not rated. You know, superhero movie that just flopped. Totally, and they're totally not working about a sequel with Cable. And we're totally talking about the wrong superhero movie at the moment, aren't we? Yeah. But, so. you know, it's still Marvel, so I think we're good. Fantastic Four is still Marvel, and... Oh, fuck that movie. We'll get back to that. <laughs> so, before we get any further, AJ has a little disclaimer for you all. Alright. So, for those of you who have not seen the movie, spoiler warning, spoiler warning, Spoiler warning. We're going to be talking about the movie. We're going to be talking about it somewhat in depth. We're going to be giving spoilers. Oh, perish the thought. Keep in mind, we're going to try not to go out into every little detail because we just don't got that kind of attention span. But the movie will still be enjoyable. But if you haven't seen it and you really don't want to be spoiled, maybe come back to this episode after you visit the cinema. Yes. Come back to this episode, please, after you see the movie. And if you have any thoughts, you know, email us. Leave a comment on the blog post at nonoms.net. That's www.nonoms.net. Let us know, you know, what you thought of the movie. Because that's going to be today's question, this week's episode's question. What did you think of the, mo- of the movie? Did you like it? Did you hate it? What was your favorite of the five million characters in the film? <laughs> Let us know. And also keep in mind... If you don't like, to, if you don't want to leave a blog post, we're on Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, I'm on Twitter under smp underscore jacks. Uh, stay up for Saturday morning pajamas. Uh, we also have a Facebook Saturday morning pajamas, so we are in many places that you can find us. I am also on Twitter on at the lapsed geek. At the lapsed geek. Once that's again, it. at the lapsed geek. Yes, I want you to know that's what it is. Anyway. So, the movie. So, the movie starts in Picture Us Hungry. Oh, wait, that's like some kind of drama piece. No, the movie starts in... What country did it start in? I'm sorry. Nigeria. And Lagos, Lagos near Nigeria, which I could have sworn was like an island. Um, 
Well, considering that it is, they said it was Nigeria, and if I remember correctly, Nigeria is on the western part of Africa, and they were showing it right on the eastern part. Yeah, I researched Nigeria a lot for a horrible job of mine. Um, I, did, I didn't have the most favorable opinion of it because of the people, the people who would call us from that area. But it's a lovely country. I've heard just the geography is most of. So technically, they didn't say Nigeria. They said Lagos. L A G O. No, they they when they. We're talking about um, what happened in that set piece they did, say, in Nigeria. Okay. So, yes. So, it starts off in Nigeria, and... Oh, look! There's a trouble brewing! Oh, yes. It's a superhero movie. It's got to be superhero antics. So, we are then... see our We see Captain America, Black Widow, Falcon... Mm-hmm. Uh, was War Machine and Iron Man? No, no. War Machine and Iron Man weren't in the first set piece. In the first set piece, it well, like you said, Captain America, Falcon, Black Widow, and Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. There we go. That was the other one. See, I want to say Scarlet Johansson, and Scarlet <laughs> Witch stuff is messing with me. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's the name of the actress who plays Black Widow? Isn't that... No, that's not Scarlet Johansson, is it? Uh, it is Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> That's why it's messing with me. That is why. They're all Scarlets. You both did a good job, but... Well, if, if, you, if, if it helps, use her, um, her, com her uh, actual name, Wanda. Wanda Maximoff. No, because now I want to talk about Muslim Squirrel too much. Oh, come on now. It's better than, you know, Quicksilver. Although, to be fair, uh, I, I, I mean, I like Quicksilver. I like Fox's Quicksilver better, but, you know, Disney Marvel's Quicksilver at least died a semi-not-so-pointless death. They used him to their advantage, and they threw him away, like so many things that Mickey Mouse and the Disney Channel does. Oops, did I say that? Back to the uh, storyline. <laughs> anyway, so, this, you know, bad stuff happens, they come back. And, you know, the world is looking at it unfavorably. It goes, oh, no, bad stuff happened. It has to be the superhero's fault. Um, so, you know, what are, whatever are we going to do? We're going to make the superheroes register. Yes, because registering was such a great thing for many groups of people along, throughout history. <clears throat> but, yes, register because they can't be trusted to govern themselves. No, no, they'll be in much better hands when us politicians... Uh, like, 170-something countries say, we can manage you better than you can yourselves. Anyone who's worked at an office or a job where there is you, the minion, and then, like, 50 people between you and the superiors, so no one knows what's going on, we'll see how well this is probably going to work out. Yeah, you know, it, it it's just a basic storyline in the, oh, is the government good, it, is... Being looked on by the government good or is it bad? It, is it government too much in our lives or not? It, it's that kind of qualm. Uh, do you, I mean, it, it really is up to you. You can side on either side and both sides have valid points. Um, you know, personally, I'm a team cap. I believe that, you know, I believe in the personal freedoms. However, I can definitely see the other side. Where's Team Tony, Team Iron Man, where... Well, I'm not sure. Tony, um, Tony side with the government because he thinks he thought like we'll we'll let them have this one battle, but we'll win the war. He looked at it in that respect. So I'm not. I still. I'm, 
now that I think about it, I'm not too sure how much Tony was actually into this whole thing. I, I think Tony's idea on this thing was more along the lines of we need to be held accountable for our actions and who's going to hold us accountable. True. And to be fair, the two at the meet, the whole thing blew up because there was destruction. There was a lot of, you know, we're trying oh. to save people and all this bad, you know, destruction happens. And it is just, I'm like, okay, so I'm going to go into details here. Basically, evil villain guy has like a bomb or something and throws it and it's going to hit Captain and Scarlet, which uses her powers to contain the explosion and lift it up, not only above Captain, but all the people who are on the street, so streets near them. But she doesn't go high enough and there happens to be a building there, so 12 people lost their lives. And no one in the whole movie mentions how many other people would have been hurt or could have died. Or if that bomb going off at the bottom of the building wouldn't have caused the building to collapse anyways and caused people to die. But to no. be fair, it wasn't at the bottom of the building. When she tossed him up, she tossed him at an angle and tossed him into the building. She, she, she was bad. How, but... uh, however, I, while I do agree with that point, I think a lot of it more stems from the fact that there have been three major disasters involving the superheroes before this, and the world's just kind of sick of it. Yeah. So, world's basically going, worst case scenario, y'all suck, we're going to look at the bad early. Moving on from that first uh, set piece. Might I add real oh, quick? Yes. Seeing William Hurt play Thunderbolt Ross makes me want to see a William Hurt Thunderbolt Ross Hulk movie so bad. Yes. But keep in mind, right now of Hulk movies, there's two of them in the last like decade or so, mm -hmm. and we're at a 50% success rate here. Yeah, but we got to keep in mind the Hulk movies from beforehand were done by different people, different production companies. I think if they hold, if they just choose the rights, they can get them very good, make it into a very good movie. True. So after this whole debacle, we then start seeing the Avengers splinter. They don't break, but they splinter a little because Captain doesn't want to sign, doesn't believe in it. Uh, Tony wants to sign. Uh, Black Widow, she wants to... She's siding with Captain America because I think she's thinking... No, she sides with oh, Tony. she's Tony. Yeah, duh. She sides with Tony. Because she believes that the government, that at this point, they also need to be held responsible for their actions. And she thinks it's the best choice of a bad situation. Yeah. And then, I don't know what point they gave Scarlet Witch the option to decide, but next thing I know is Vision is saying, is at the compound with Scarlet Witch saying, it's best if you stay here. Yeah, Vision kind of starts to play the go the um, warden to uh, Scarlet Witch on the Avengers compound. Yeah, it, it was almost like, I'm the cool uncle who's cool with you, but you're staying here because your dad told me to keep you here. Yeah, even though, you know... Let's not say cool uncle because that's kind of creepy and incesty considering. Let's talk incesty, shall we? There's a scene later in the movie where Captain gives a big old kiss to, uh, what's her name? The niece to, uh, Peggy Carter. What's so incesty about that? Didn't he have a thing? Yeah, he had a thing with Peggy Carter in the 40s. So he dated the aunt and her She niece. was dead. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. She died. There was a scene just before this where she dies. She dies in her sleep, and, and he goes to the and he goes to the funeral. I'm just saying, it's like you're working on the family tree here, dude. So it's not overall creepy. It's just something about that just makes me go, 
And to Wait be fa- and to be fair, she might not have been her niece. It 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 could have been just a ploy from Shield. True. At this point, I mean, it's just something to keep her on Cap's side and keep him in check. True. And I prefer that version than thinking of Captain America just you know walking up and down the family reunion there. <laughs> Although to be fair, both Bucky Barnes and Wilson were very happy with him. Oh yes, they they had the. They were his brother. They had the shitty eating grin after he got that nice little smooch. Yes. Anyway, so got you. We're, so yeah, we're 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 getting off track here. Essentially, I'm gonna give a quick rundown of the movie. So where we left off, they start to splinter. They fight. They decide. You know, they start to splinter some more. They fight. Uh, they all of a sudden you find out. Um, uh, when, when they go to a peace accord, all of a sudden there's an explosion. It's blamed on Bucky. Uh, they fight, Cap goes to take Bucky in alive, no one wants to take Bucky in alive. Come, they, fight. They, they, they fight, they come back. We see Captain's muscles. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't, I, I wish, I'm, I'm happy that they kind of, kind of got the idea on how muscles and physics work with a helicopter, but... It still drives me nuts every time I see it in a movie when someone jumps onto the helicopter and they're so strong that they pull it down without their feet touching the ground. I understand the sudden weight would cause it to rock a little. However, they in most movies you'll see them and they're in a no reach and all of a sudden they, they get to come to the ground and so their feet also come to the ground. A helicopter has more lift than the weight of one person. Yes, but, but the <laughs> studio used that scene. Put Captain America... In a shirt, like two to three sizes too small, on purpose, so you could then see him holding a, a building with one arm and the helicopter with another. This is the point of the see. Let's Flex! See my muscles! And according to that movie database, those were his, uh, Captain's real muscles. Those were not CGI, so. Whoa, whoa. Sure. Anyway, so. Bucky, get, Bucky gets brainwashed, gets breaks out, Cap goes after him again, takes him away. Uh, but um, it's Cap, Bucky, and Wilson are together. They're hiding from the government because Cap's in trouble because he went out after Bucky without, you know, approval any, of this that um, the council. Uh, yeah, which was that government 170 something nation whatever thingy. Yes. So they get they get together. They f- find their team, and you know Tony finds his team, and then they fight the big set piece at the airport, or as I call it. Oh, time to film the trailer. Uh, you, you say that, I say, ooh, look, splash page. Yeah. Anyway, so there's a big fight. Absolutely fantastic, awesome fight. I'm not, I'm not disregarding that at all. It's a fantastic bit. However, I do have to say, I am so absolutely glad that there was not an airplane or airport disaster happened any time recently from this because they would have cut that scene out of the movie or they would have cut it down and there's so much airplane damage in that scene. Well, because you have about, what, it was like six people on either side? Mm-hmm. Because somehow, yeah. It's uh, six people on either side and then you have... Because, okay, on Team Cap, you have Captain America, Ant-Man, uh, Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch... Uh, Wilson and Bucky. And then on t- Team Iron Man, you have The Vision, Iron Man, War Machine, Black Widow, Black Panther, and Spider-Man. And I just have to say this, Spider-Man was awesome. Oh, he they, they, they did Spider-Man justice. It was a very good Peter Parker, and it was a very good Spider-Man. 
and he he did great for both roles. However, I'm really surprised they had Marissa Tomei playing Aunt May. Uh, she's she seems way too young to be Aunt May for one. She, she's in her fifties, and the last two people to play Aunt May, Sally Field was in her sixties, and then Sally Field's got to be in her seventies. Okay, maybe she was one in the seventies, and the other one who played Aunt May was in her sixties. The reason the, I have to say the other one, <laughs> full disclosure. This is the first movie I with Spider-Man that I've seen all the way through. I'm including the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield ones. Yeah. <laughs> I've not seen any. I've not seen those. <laughs> they, you know, and you know, seriously, this was a fantastic movie. And we'll get more into the whole Spider-Man thing a little later on. So, they have their big fight. Only Cap and Bucky are the ones to get, get away. Uh, they take a Quinjet and fly it to this area where you find, where they find, Siberia. Siberia, where they confront the real villain, who is, who, da 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 it's not Crossbones, it's Baron Zemo. Yeah, she doesn't know who Baron Zemo is, she's not a fan I'm... of the comics. She doesn't even know who really Crossbones is, either, so, again, it doesn't really matter. Just a, it's a fairly decently done villain who's not, oh, I'm going to punch you, fight, fight, fight. He actually was a good psychological villain, in my, in my opinion. He, uh, he was a... His character story was that he had he lived in lived in Sokovia. Yeah, Soko- he lived in Sokovia, and his family was killed in the um, destruction. Yeah, yeah in, the La- in the last Avengers movie. Yep. And so, you know, he he says this really great line, and it's basically once basically alluding to once this is destroyed, it's gone. You know, if if it dies, we can rebuild it. But if you take it down from within, it won't come back. It's gone for good, yeah. So basically, son, is he engineered this whole shit? He framed Bucky, so that way he framed Bucky because he knew that would bring out. Steve. He framed Bucky to put doubt bring out in Steve, to which would then put, which would then hopefully splinter with Iron Man and just did little things that would help them fight amongst each other. Yeah, he'd be put d- doubt in the mind. Yeah. Uh, you know, and did it, it happen to Iron Man though in the last Avengers movie? No, in essence, it's a different kind of doubt. It's it's putting doubt in the mind to it's putting distrust. There we go. Distrust in the mind, and in group situations, it's a cancer. It really is. However, you know, it it's it's a superhero movie. They while they actually don't work things out. It, it ends with them splitting up, and there are. We're probably going to see an Avengers East and Avengers West. Uh, well, supposedly this is supposed to set up in uh, Infinity War, or Infinity. Yeah, Infinity War. No, this is gonna. Well, this this isn't supposed to set up Infinity War. This is supposed to set up Marvel's Mar, the um what's phase the three. phase three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So same. This is up. the first movie for Phase Three. Yeah, but. Yeah, so in the end, we'll go back. To, we'll get back to that in a minute. But, yeah. But basically, in the end of the film, everyone. Well, the film ends. Tony is running around. Steve is kind of on the lam. Bucky gets refrozen. Um. Scar- they don't don't really cover what happened to Scarlet Witch. She actually, you know what? I didn't think about this. She just disappears from the movie. The moment she walks away from Tony, yeah, she disappears. But I bet you anything, she went to find Thor or. The Hulk, who've been disappeared this whole time. I wouldn't doubt if they that's how she makes in a, a cameo in the next Thor movie. Yeah. And then uh, Hawkeye and... Hawkeye, will, um, the Falcon, Ant-Man, and Scarlet Witch are trapped in this, you know, Supermax prison that's underneath the ocean. 
that floats and looks like a giant barrel and makes me think of a level from Super Mario Land 3, Wario's, whatever. It's I swear, it's just makes me the last level. But, yeah. but it's because it's floating. It's cool, but yeah. Yeah, anyway. So, you know, that's the end of the movie. They're split up, and, but, you know, they're amicable. Steve sends, um, sends uh, Tony a burner phone and says, if you need me, call me. So, and that's where the movie ends. And then you have your, of course, and mid, mid, you have your mid-credit scene, which is them freezing Bucky and showing that they're based in Wakanda. Yes. And it goes on to show the giant vibranium Black Panther. Setting up the Black Panther movie that's going to come later on. Yes. And then you, and then credits, which might I add, I, I understand that a lot of the people who saw, who are seeing these movies now were babies when uh, the first Iron Man movie came out. Oh, God. Five years ago. No, the first no, Iron Man movie. No, um, I'm sorry. Eight years ago. First Iron Man movie? Are Iron sure? Man came out in 2008. Oh, shit. So it's been eight years. Okay, so it's been, let's see, one, two, three, four. It's been, I thought it was like at least ten years. Okay, anyway, eight years. So. This is the 13th Marvel Cinematic Universe movie since Iron Man. Okay, yeah. 13. It's been eight years. You would think people would learn, don't leave before the end of the credits. Right. So, you have the mid-credits ending, which, before that, 13 people had left. After that, I think probably another 7 to 10 people left after the mid-credits scene. We stayed there the whole time, and I, I'll tell you the truth, they actually kind of tricked me. I, I was thinking there was not going to be an end credit scene. Because they've been doing that recently, where they'll do a mid-credits, but no end credit. So, and then we get to the end credit scene, and it's, you know... It's just a quick little glimpse of Peter Parker in his daily life with Aunt May. And you know what? Again, makes me happy and makes me want to see the next Spider-Man movie. And it even teased, Spider-Man will return. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Spider-Man is set to return, but not till next July. Yes. So, you mean 17 or 18? 17. Okay. So, on one hand, I think this is going to give a lot of buzz to Spider-Man, so mm -hmm. that's good. But it's going to be a whole year, so it kind of sees what's going to happen, so it could die down. Yeah. But it also gives the studio a chance to actually make a decent Spider-Man with input from how they, he was perceived in this movie. Mm -hmm. And I just gotta say, I love his lines, because, you know... He had, he had the perfect, when he's not in the suit, he's kind of a nervous, teenager, little... Shit. Little geeky guy. Mm -hmm. That's how Peter Parker's supposed to be. But when he's in the costume, I'll be damned, he, did, he got the quips perfectly, and it sounded right. It sounded right, and it looked right. There's, I have to go. I have to explore his lines. He go. He says he's all. He has like a black eye, and Aunt May wants to know who beat him up. And he's like, um, I think his name was Steve. Is he the guy with the overbite? No. No, no you don't know him. He, he's from Brooklyn. Shit, his friend though. Huge. Which, by the way, spoiler if you haven't seen it in any of the trailers already. Uh, Ant Man goes on to Giant Man. Yeah. He, he he's fucking huge. He grows gigantic. So cool on that. We get we get to see the pin particles. Grow as well as shrink. So he was rebigulated and debigulated. Yes, rebigulated and debigulated. Simpsons reference. Yes, I know. Anyway, that wraps up. The, so that so, wraps up so, the basic plot. So, uh, what was your thoughts, thoughts and opinions on the movie, other than what we've already gone over? I thought it was very good. Um, besides me not seeing any of the other Spider-Man movies, mm -hmm. I also only saw half of Winter Soldier, and that was a few weeks ago. Um, I really wish I had seen the rest of it, but mm -hmm. for those who haven't seen all the whole movies, it's still something that you can, 
you can enjoy. Hey. It, it's not where you're going to miss. Um, there was a, a quick scene I missed right after the big airport fight scene. I had to go. I had to use the restroom. And I picked a perfect point because not much happened. Did she, um, she went, she had to use, use the restroom right when, like, I, as I was saying, when, you know, Black Widow left after having an argument with Tony, and then she never shows up again. Yeah, no, I, I come back, and Tony's realizing, hey, maybe Steve was right about uh, Bucky and not being the guy. Yeah, and then, so, we, we get to, yeah, anyway, we've already talked about the movie. Sorry, I'm starting to jump back into the movie. Um, um, for me, thoughts and opinions? I personally... I thought it was great. It had some great action set pieces. In fact, great superhero action in this movie. It, it's probably one of the better ones. The I would say Winter Soldier might be slightly better. This is great for group fight, but this Winter Soldier I think has the better action set pieces. I am going to go on a limb and say this is probably the one Marvel movie that this is the non-Avengers movie, Avengers movie that feels most like an Avengers movie, mm -hmm. just because it's more ensemble. You do have some great moments, though, like between Steve and Iron Man, where they're having just one-on-one -on -one fights, but there's a lot of really great scenes where everyone is just yeah. fighting, and they use everyone's... I think, from what I know, I think the writers use the characters' talents, the characters' powers really well when... Plying out these fights. Right. And, you know, I'll, I, as someone who's seen every single one of the movies except for Thor Dark World, because, seriously, we tried to watch it. We could not get through the first part of it. I have it recorded on the DVR. I'm going to watch it at some point. Hopefully it turns out to be good once I can get through that first part. Anyway, as I was saying, this person right next to me has not seen a lot of them. And I've been trying to get her to go to see Ant-Man. And I gotta say, after seeing him in this, do you still do you want to see the Ant Man movie finally? I do want to see Ant Man, and to correct you, I saw quarter of Dark World, got bored. I mm -hmm. saw half of Winter Soldier, and Ant Man's the only one I haven't seen any of, but I've seen the rest. Yeah. So you can't say I haven't seen most of them. I've seen most of them. Okay, I'll I'll give you that, but you know, consider okay outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you haven't seen any of the Spider Man movies. Uh, you haven't seen... Uh, did you see... How many of the Hulks did you see? Did you see both of them? I saw the good and the bad one. So you saw the, the only two Hulk movies. Okay. Yeah. How about um, on the X-Men movies? Which ones have you not seen? All of them. I've seen them all. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought you there was one that you missed. No. Um, the third one... I think I saw the first two in theaters. Uh, Last Stand, I saw... Um, at home, someone Ugh, God, I saw borrowed that. it off the internet, and a roommate showed me. I saw that in theaters, and I regret every single moment of it. it I, I know I've seen it since then, too. Um, that movie pissed me off I so even, much. Here's the bad part. The only one I saw opening night was <laughs> Origins Wolverine. No, no, no. I didn't see War Origin Wolverine opening night. You know what I did see opening night? Hmm. So... My boss let me off and said, hey, go see Spider-Man 3 <laughs> on opening night. And I'm like, okay. And I go to watch it. And, then, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, this is a good movie. And then, you know, the, the infamous dancing scene. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I watching? Could have been Romeo and Juliet. Think, think yourself lucky. That's a rain joke we have just yes, because. Yes. Uh, long story short, I went to go. I... 
went to go see Paul, sat down to watch the movie, and they start showing all these, you know, kitty trailers, and we're like, that's really odd. And then, you know, start watching the, that, and all of a sudden, a gnome comes out on screen and starts, you know, describing the... Fair Verona. Exactly. Giving the Fair Verona speech, and I'm sitting there going, this is the wrong movie. I'm going to go out and tell someone. Yes. I go out there, and there's already, like, five people following me behind me going, yeah, we're going to. Because <laughs> we didn't sign up for this bullshit. I did voluntarily watch No Me and Juliet. It was cute. Psychotic. You're psychotic. It was cute, but I also have a very wide tolerance for movies. Yeah. Uh, some little nitpicky things about the film that are in no way against Marvel. They're just me being have having <laughs> bad eyes. I have bad eyes. I know there's shit, okay? I get that. Tony so, Stank. We'll get that. <laughs> so... First off, at the beginning, when they're in Lagos, they're, whoever was in charge of Steadicam mm. and keeping the shots so you could actually see the shot, seriously needs to go back and review that, because there were so many quick cuts. Like, the action was wonderful. It was awesome. I was trying to watch it. It felt, it felt like it was watching, you know, Captain, not Captain America, <laughs> felt like it was watching Saving Private Ryan... And all those early movies where they started using Steadicam and shaky cam footage, and it just was really off, and it was too many quick cuts along with the shaky cam that made it hard to watch. She has bad eyesight, and it's hard for her to watch these things. I was having trouble watching it. And then, and this one is just me totally being picky. Some movies, when you change locations, they'll put, like, in the lower right-hand corner, you know, a, a decent-sized font saying the city or the location. This one, no. We had to fill the entire top-to-bottom, left-to-right screen with the damn city name in white. So first off, there's not those black lines to make it clear. And two, my eyes are so busy focusing on, like, we're watching a scene. Ah, big. I know it's a quip. I know it's something very minor. And <laughs> it just bugged me personally because I'm just going, God damn it, every time they change locations. Well, and, and now knowing that this was a problem for you, I just I, it makes me laugh because I'm, I'm, you know, I could, I could see you sitting there going, where was that? I couldn't read that. Where are we? Big on the screen, and you, you can't miss it. Where did that say? I can't read it. The worst part, or the best part, actually, was there was a trailer for the Jason Bourne movie before this, and instead of doing teeny tiny font for all the actors and everything at the end of the trailer, they actually used, like, a giant font. And so I would even joke going, was that small enough? Could you read that? <laughs> and then and, the movie and then got she, me. And then she did that. So, anyway. so yeah. Thank God we did not see this in 3D, or I would have been going crazy. Yep. So, and as we were talk, talking about, you know, this is the start of Phase 3. Right. So, just to recap you a little bit, Phase 1 started back in May of 2008. So, it, actually eight years. Um, to the week pretty much Iron Man came out. We then had The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, First Inven Avenger, and then Marvel's The Avengers. Of those ones, I'll talk about them for a minute. Iron Man was good. Hulk was good. Iron Man 2 was good. Thor uh, was decent. Thor, my, Thor for me was that I was expecting something different. So I spent the whole movie going, when do they get out of the damn desert? I, I, I think, <laughs> no, the thing is, I think Thor was very decent. One, it introduced, first off, it had introduced Coulson. <laughs> but it, it didn't introduce him first, because he was in Iron Man 2 before that. Yeah. However, it, it introduced the character of Coulson more. <laughs> and, you know, set him up for the Avengers movie. Plus, it... You have to keep in mind all the um, Marvel Cinematic movies at that point have all been very tech-based. 
Yeah. And this is the first introduction of, say, a mystical superhero. Yes. And so this they have to kind of give you a more, uh, give, put you on solid ground and make you believe the magic. And while, and Taste while, the rainbow, okay. Yes, taste the rainbow <laughs> bridge. Yes. Anyway, so, so it, and so it was a little slow in plotting, and it didn't really have much of a story to it, but it was a good setup movie. It was. It. I personally like the Iron Man movies a little bit more out of that sent out of the um, phase one, but Tony Stark is a charismatic guy, so it's still on Then phase two, we had Iron Man three, which I think I just saw for the first time this year. Uh, Thor Dark World, which we're going to we get through. We both still haven't seen yet. Captain America Winter Soldier. Fucking love that movie. Guardians of the Galaxy, which is like my top one mm, right now. It. Avengers Age of Ultron. Aside from the language, it was great. <laughs> Sorry. And then Language. And Ant-Man was good. Um, you know, both Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant-Man, they could be placed at any point in the phases because they don't really have much to do. I mean, yes, you still have to put Ant-Man at least... At the end of Phase 2 or the beginning of Phase 3 because he is in Civil War. Um, Guard- but Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't really do anything other than the fact, other than the fact of introducing the Infinity Stones. Right. Um, and, well, of course you have that before Age of Ultron because Vision has the one of the stole, stones. So, so it helps explain that. Then, now we're in Phase 3. And so we just got through Civil War. Next up is Doctor Strange, which I don't know too much about. Oh my god, it I'm, looks I'm, awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Doctor Strange. He's not. He's not a character I know a whole lot about, but he's a character that I know enough about that I'm really interested in seeing how they play him off. And I think Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be fantastic as Stephen Strange. Yes. Though so if he faces the camera in any of his posters, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, then next May, so in a year, we're going to get Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Mm-hmm. Then July of next year we get Spider Man Homecoming. Woo! New Spider Man. So Spider Man. Hopefully we can keep it, you know, going really well. Mm-hmm. Um, he was really good in these small doses, so I'm really interested interested to see how he carries the whole movie and if they'll bring anyone in for that yeah. one. And then next we're gonna see Thor Ragnarok, which I'm I figure is going to be more of a set piece of setting up the Infinity Stones and the backstory of the Infinity Stones. Right, and then we have Black Panther, which we really didn't discuss too much. But he was the main. Fo- he was a main. I have a he f- was the. He was the pretend villain for most of the film. He was an he was an antagonist, but that played an, a protagonist. Or, yeah. He was a uh, he was a protagonist that played an antagonist in the yeah. film. Um, and you know, and then next we have, and I think Black Panther. What it's going to do is it's going to set up the team coming back together, at least somewhat coming back together, yeah. for the next movie, which is. Avengers Infinity War. And I was going to point out, Black Panther comes out in February of 18. Um, Avengers Infinity War comes out in May of 2018. So those mm-hmm. are fairly close together when I look at yeah. the dates here. Then we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I'm looking forward to because fucking Paul Rudd is awesome. Yes. Then we have Captain Marvel, which I know nothing about. Uh, it's, you know, I don't know what they're going with it. I've heard rumors they're going to be doing the female Captain Marvel, which I'm okay with. Uh, Captain Marvel essentially is... If they go with the female, if I remember correctly, the idea is half alien, who has who's one of the um, race that do the um, one of I can't remember it's but one of the spacefaring alien races. So she gets spe- their special powers there. They, Captain Marvel, the, the Marvel Captain Marvel is not a character I know a super lot about. Yeah, I know more about uh, DC's Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. 
Okay. DC's Captain Marvel is um, ba- basically DC's Captain Marvel was uh, the I'm trying to think of the name of the company, but it was a different comics company that was, it was their answer to DC Superman. Okay. And it was Billy Bastion, a kid who gets powers from a wizard. When he says Shazam, he becomes Captain Marvel, where he gets the strength of or wisdom of Solomon, strength of Zeus. You know, sent Shazam. Yeah, you say Shazam, I think Kazam, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's because you don't know. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then to round out Phase 3, we have Avengers Infinity War Part 2, all the way in 2019. Yes. And what we'll do with our lives after that, who knows? Yeah, so we're at the first part of Part 3, and we have a total of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 movies in Phase 3. So between now, 2016 and 2019, we have 10 more just the Marvel superhero movies coming out. Yes. And that's not and that's the Disney-based Marvel. We're not talking about any extra X-Men movies, any of the other um well, any of maybe they're going to be doing another Fantastic 4. We've heard rumors. Which cuz they did so well the last what, 3 times, 4 times? Well, if you're if you're counting individual movies, 4 times. If you're counting uh storylines and structures, I'd say three times. Yeah. Because you have the original Roger Corman one, which was there to keep the rights for Fox. That was a 90s one. Yeah, and then you have the, the one that was ne- technically not supposed to be released. Yes. Then you have the ni- the early 2000s one. That was the one where, <laughs> guess what? Captain America played the Human Torch. Um, and so, yeah. He then was flaming. Yeah. Oh, what, what's even better is, you know what I just heard? What? Michael B. Jordan, they just put a, they gave Michael G. B. Jordan a part in the Black Panther movie. Ooh. So, and Michael B. Jordan, guess who he played? Oh, no. He played the Human Torch in the new movies. The new Fantastic Four they just released. Uh, <laughs> He's a good actor, but, yeah. Who played yeah. the Human Torch in the original non-released one? Because I wore they're going to be a grandparent. And the non-released one, I don't know. I have to look that up. Um, so, but we know there's going to be at least X Men Apocalypse coming out soon. Yeah. Um, we're going to get uh, Suicide Squad at the end of the year. Suicide Squad. Or at the end of summer, I mean. I know there's they're planning another Deadpool, which yes. Yep. They're planning. Uh, well, well, we'll see what happens with Deadpool because, you know, I mean, Deadpool one did great in theaters, and it might give them enough just to hold on to the li- the rights for that. But if X Men is get is as bad as the reviews are showing it right now. I'm really hoping they do what Sony just did and they give Marvel... that They may keep the rights to it, but give Marvel the um, creative rights to the movies. Yes. Um, which brings me back to one thought I had after the movie was... Or during the movie was... I'd heard the criticism about Apocalypse. There's too many characters. And then I'm seeing, sitting here watching this movie going, there's a ton of characters here too. It's saying there's too many characters is not a horrible thing. It's how you write them and how you played them. Because this movie, while there's a lot of characters, Ant-Man was not in it. He was the focus for that main fight at the airport. And then we saw little bits of him when he fit in to see where he ended up. But he wasn't something that we had to have a whole separate storyline and took a ton of time away from the main story. So it really depends how they fit everyone in. Mm-hmm. If they, it's when they, You can flesh out a character, you can fulfill the character, while still not making them... Overfocus in the film. Because mm-hmm. then the film start feeling rushed and it just gets bad. Yep. Okay. Uh, so we've, we've discussed the cinematic universe. I think that's enough for today. Yeah. It's, it's been a good long episode for a three hour movie. 
two two and a half hours. Two hours twenty seven minutes. This is the longest movie. Um, I thought it was three hours. Okay. Two hours twenty seven minutes. I read the trivia section. It was a good movie. <laughs> I recommend going out. No, sh- really, you read the trivia. I read it. So it's not looking for anything interesting. There wasn't that much interesting, but it's basically a bunch of technical stuff. Yeah. Uh, still recommend everyone goes out and sees this. Uh, if you haven't gone yet, you know, tomorrow we went to a Regal Cinema because uh, we went to the cheap theater uh, by comparison. And tomorrow it's like six seventy-five a ticket or something. So hey, maybe on Tuesdays you have a theater that does cheap tickets. You can go see it. Yeah. Regal, Cinemark, uh, Galaxy, Brendan, Alamo Draft House. I don't know what theaters people have. AMC. You can look around your theaters. You can get a good deal on tickets before this goes out of theaters because this might have another couple weeks left, but there's a lot of stuff coming out soon. Yeah. We've got so much coming out this summer that I think a lot of the movies, even if they're going to be powerhouses, are not going to be out very long. I mean, the only reason we had Zootopia in theaters as long as we did is because it was just... There was nothing else There's the nothing coming out. So... So that's about it. Um, we do want to give a thank you to all of our listeners over on Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, TuneIn. Um, I know we have some iTunes listeners. We have a lot of you can you know check all these apps out. There's a ton of other episodes and other podcasts on these. When you're not listening to podcasts, you know we prefer you to listen to us, but you know we can only talk so much. Um, but if you're not listening to a podcast and you feel like listening to something besides music, you can always go to Audible, uh, audibletrial.com slash SMP, and you will be able to get a free 30-day trial. This includes one free audiobook, so you can test them out for 30 days. If, say, after two days you don't like it, you can cancel. You keep that audiobook. If you want to keep it for, you know, you want to keep going, you can just pay like $15 a month after the trial, and you'll get a free book every month, so you're basically paying for a book every month. And, and then you, and then you also get the discounted rates when you do are you you are paying for it. Plus, I mean, keep keep in mind just you know, if you want to do it, please use the link because because that link because it helps us out. It does, yeah. Because we you know we guess we get something from this, but that's gonna let us go see more new movies, give you the insights. We you know we are looking forward to going to see more movies a little bit sooner this summer if we can. We want to upgrade our star equipment. Want to give more back to you. We might start doing a video podcast. Right. Hell, you know, we might, you know, start giving away stuff if we get some listener feedback. Um, so, yeah. Lord knows we have enough crap. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fuck. Um, please excuse us. We have some uh, furniture difficulties. No worries. Hi. But we'd like to thank you for tuning in to Saturday Morning Pajamas today. Um, at the beginning of the podcast, we mentioned we wanted your feedback. Go to nonoms.net. That's www.nonoms.net. You can find links to our Twitter and Facebook there. You can leave us a comment in those places or in our blog post. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Some constructive criticism is always welcome. We also are very, uh, really want to know. What did you see the movie? Did you like the movie? What movie should we watch next? You know, is there some movie you love that you want to hear us talk about? Is there some movie you love? but you want us to sit through it because it's torture. Let us know, and we will be here. So until next time, thank you for tuning in. This is Jax. This is AJ, and I break chairs. Yes, we will discuss that later, honey. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to